Hello and welcome to Beyond the Words. My name is Dimple Thakra and I am going to take you on a frigging journey with this podcast. I have been called your guardian angel by many. This podcast is for you if you are interested in understanding the truth about humans and what we say is not always what we mean and if you are ready to come out of the spiritual closet you're in the right place enjoy Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, and whoever else, your dog, your cat, whoever's listening to Beyond the Words, because let me tell you, even the animals get this, probably more than we do, to be fair. So today I want to talk to you all about this crazy journey that I've been on, the wildness of the journey, and why Beyond the Words. Where do I begin? So my background is I'm a scientist through and through. I was trained as a clinical dietitian. I worked in the National Health Service for 22 years. Why am I telling you all this? Because it will all unfold. Because the logical mind needs to understand what the hell does beyond the words mean? Why is it beyond the words? And I share my story with you to help you understand that Even I didn't get it at times. In fact, most of the time. Let's just start. Let's just start and it will all unfold beautifully. I'll start with explaining that my name is Dimple Thakra and Dimple is my real name. It is on my passport. I would show you, but it's not necessarily the most safest thing to do. Um, And I was named after an Indian actress. It is an unusual name for even Indians. And I was named after this actress called Dimple Kaparia. It was her wedding day the day I was born. My auntie named me because in my culture, your auntie names you. And luckily for me, my dad, and it's always your dad's sister. My dad had three sisters, has three sisters. They're still with us, uh, thankfully. All crazy, but still with us. And um, he had... Three daughters, and I was the middle one. So the middle sister got to name me. So there we are. And I do have dimples, in case you're wondering, <laughs> in more places than I care to show. So coming back to, I was a clinical dietitian in neurology. I was the first in my field to do many things, including research, including training doctors and practitioners and nurses developing a whole training thing around making the NHS more efficient when it comes to nutrition and providing appropriate care. But really, that's all amazing. The truth is, I always had these gifts that I pushed away, I pushed away. And these gifts came in the most weirdest way (laughs) And I look back now and I guess they came from my mum because my mum was diagnosed with paranoid schizophrenia when she was, gosh, 17. And I look back now and I don't believe she had schizophrenia. 
I actually believe that she lived in her own safe world because her married life was not very safe. She was subject to domestic abuse. And if I was to tell you that my first childhood memory is of my mum's blood on the walls with her hair swishing in it would be pretty accurate. And so her safe space was these parallel universes that she lived in. And for some of you, this is very (laughs) woo-woo. And for me, it's woo-woo too. Because my scientific logical brain will go, what the hell is she talking about? Parallel universes and happy places. You see, growing up, my mum was drugged with lithium. And when she was drugged with lithium, she wasn't herself at all. And so when she would take herself off the lithium and she would be so happy and so in her own bubble and... This was a time when it was safe in her marriage and when things had calmed down. And I remember once coming home from school and she was, I was about 13 and we lived in this really posh estate. It was really like, it was called Jam Butty Estate. But those of you who don't know what a Jam Butty is, it's like a jello sandwich. And this really posh estate, it was called that because You could only afford to eat jam butties once you lived there because the houses were so expensive. And so you can imagine it's got big lawns and beautiful homes and, you know, the roads were round and curvy, not necessarily straight roads. So it was beautiful, all green. And I'd come home from school and there would be this round four foot 11, as wide as, as tall woman, Indian woman, beautiful woman, gorgeous looking woman with her sari rolled up, her ankles showing barefoot gardening in our posh estate. And as a 13 year old, I would die of embarrassment. I'd be like, mom, the neighbors can see you. Can you please just stop? Just stop. Stop, 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 stop. Put some shoes on, roll your sari down. Like, What the hell? And she would turn around and say, Beta, which is Gujarati for daughter, I can't put my shoes on. And I would be like, what do you mean you can't put your shoes on? Well, if I put my shoes on, I can't feel which flowers and plants need me. Oh my God. When I look back now, I'm mind blown. This woman was spiritually connected. She was grounding intuitively. She was way ahead of her time. They didn't understand her. So they drugged her because she was in joy and bliss and happiness intuitively. And she would heal with her laughter. I remember coming home from school to the smell of hot chapatis. And for again, those of you who don't know what those are, Indian bread that was baked every day and I'd come home and she would be rolling them happily and I would put my arms around her from behind her through her sari and my hands would touch her skin and I would just hug her as she continued to roll (laughs) her, 
her chapatis because she knows how hungry her children were when she got in from school. And the reason I share this memory with you is because looking back on life, how many of us have these memories that all make sense now, that go beyond the words and at the time made no sense. At the time, you don't realize the value of them, the pricelessness of those magical memories where my skin touched hers. And I look back now and I realize that my love language, one of my top love languages, and that, you know, go look Google love languages, five love languages, if you don't know what I'm talking about. But my top love language is touch. And what that means is that I receive, tu- I receive love when I'm touched or when I touch. And I look back now at that skin-to-skin contact every day, her sari rolled up, her showing her bare ankles, her bare midriff available for me to touch. And so beyond the words goes beyond the science, goes beyond what we know and hear. It's a sixth sense. It's a knowingness that we all have. That, Like when you walk into a room, you know if the energy and the frequency is right. You know if something's off. You know when somebody's approaching you and they're a good person or they're somebody you have to be wary of. That's what Beyond the Words is. And so the conversations that I'll be having over this however many long episode series are conversations about the things that we know to be true using our sixth sense in between the words. Looking back, I talk through stories. I tell through stories. I learn through story. And so the scientist in me didn't understand this for a long, long time. And it was only looking back when I realized the 22 years that I spent in the National Health Service caring for people who were dying prematurely of motor neuron disease, Parkinson's, MS, stroke. I could tell you whether or not they would transition, even if the clinical data showed the opposite. There was a sixth sense that my mother had that my comes through my lineage that I denied for a long time because it didn't make sense to me. But yet when I look back, my whole life I've been guided by this sixth sense that goes beyond the words. What is it in your life that you know right now that goes beyond the words that you sense? You sense when your baby's not well. You sense when your animals are not well, which is why I said your animals will probably understand this more than you because you are trying to make sense of this in your logical mind. And the logical mind cannot make any sense of it. It's beyond the words. It's beyond the language we speak. It's even beyond our body language. It's actually the unspoken words, the feeling that somebody leaves you with, the feeling I have in my heart right now as I connect to you all. It doesn't matter what I say or what I do. What matters is how you feel because that's what you'll remember. Yes, you'll remember the story. You'll remember the teenager, the beautiful mum with the round squidgy belly, the soft skin, the smell of chapatis. 
And what I invite you to do today is remember your story of when you recall beyond the words and what it meant to you. I lost my mum, or should I say she transitioned when I was 22 and she was 47, quite suddenly. And I look back now in my 50th year, having had more years without her than with now. And what I remember is beyond the words. So what if you could leave every person you come into contact with, stranger or not, a feeling of love beyond the words? I guarantee you they will feel it. And all you do is feel love. So this whole podcast series is going to be about the stories, the reason I do the work I do, all the things that compound the evidence to go beyond the words in the hope that you gather all your stories, all your evidence, and the guests that I have share theirs of the number of times they felt love, the number of times they felt somebody's joy, they felt somebody's sorrow, and they were able to give compassion even to my snoring dog. She's so happy, right? She loves to be in my office on a blanket on the floor, snoring away. She's had a beautiful walk around the reservoir today, swam in the reservoir. (laughs) And now she's worn out beyond the words. They don't need words. They let us know. And we are no different. We are no different. So what if we decided today that we talk less and we feel more and we reach out to somebody who you know needs your love, your joy, your happiness, or maybe you reach out to somebody because you need them and go beyond the words, sit with them. We forget that we are human beings, that we actually need sometimes to just feel somebody's presence. You know, I work with couples who really struggle, who really struggle with the marriage, with the communication, with the figuring out how to be connected. And what actually they need more than anything is beyond the words. They don't need strategy. They don't need talk therapy. They don't need to be heard or seen. What they need is to be felt, to feel connection, to feel love. And the way we do this is we we simply look at each other in the eyes. We have skin to skin connection, hold each other. So many of us are lonely because we're busy trying to connect on our phones. The problem with that is that it only shows us words. And now we have video. How many times are the emotional videos the ones we remember? It's not the words. So today I want to share what I do now which is, it's hard for me to even describe. I went from being a clinical dietitian in the NHS to then starting my own business as a nutrition advisor. And all this while I was coaching, I'd been an NLP practitioner now for 25 years, master practitioner for 10 years. And in a future episode, I'm going to talk to you about how I became a healer and how I trained to be a healer, which is what I combine my work with now strategy and spirit to support super successful couples one-to-one, but also the work I do online, in groups, on my social media, because my passion is 
or and has always been relationships. How do we create magnificent, loving relationships in all the ways with ourselves first, with our beloveds, with our children, with our animals? <laughs> Can't even believe I'm saying animals. So I really was not a dog person. And that's another story <laughs> of how I ended up with two dogs. Beyond the words. <laughs> And in future episodes, I want to talk about the quantum and how I manifested and magnetized a seven-figure business in 18 months from nowhere because I went beyond the words and I trusted the inner whisper that I look back now, the wisdom that I have now, I wish I had then because I would have trusted her more. For many of you, it's a gut instinct and for many of you, it's a whisper that's way beyond the words. Thank you so much for today. Thank you so much for feeling me, for hearing me, for seeing me. I'll see you next time at Beyond the Words. Or should I say, I'll feel you next time. Take care. God bless. Thank you so much for joining me in Beyond the Words. Remember, if you've loved this, don't forget to like, subscribe, and leave a review. And don't keep it a secret. Let your friends, family, auntie, uncle, brother, sister, all of them know about Beyond the Words. And remember, all the resources that I've talked about today are available to you in the show notes. <laughs>